Welcome to a special preview episode of The Reality Bite, where we're going to be talking about all things paradise. My name's Matt Whitehead. And I'm Talia Pritchard. And a lot of things have happened in the world since we last spoke on this podcast, Tiles. I know, so much. But most importantly, there's been a delay on Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've forgotten who everyone is, we completely understand. Talia and I are going to jog your memory by reintroducing you to a few key players who are going to be heading into paradise. Are you ready to do this, Tiles? Born ready for this one, Matt. <laughs> Pour me a mojito. <laughs> All right, so a few people have been announced before the show's officially kicked off, which has been great because it's given us something to talk about because uh, we ran out of things to talk about in week one of isolation. We did. Um, so how about we kick it off? Uh, who are you excited that's been announced and they're coming back? I think, and this was from the very first promo too, as soon as Kieran and Abby were announced to come back, I was like, yes. And I could even see it amongst the kind of batchy fan base too online. Everyone's already kind of fantasizing about these two and what relationship they could have in Paradise. Yeah. And in that promo, she's very keen on him as well. And I think that's interesting to have her intentions so clear so early on. I think so too. And Kieran, coming off Angie's season, he was pretty much Australia's sweetheart too. Mm. Like A golden boy. Exactly. So I'm interested to see him and his newfound popularity and how it comes across in paradise as well, because I think he's going to be very sought after. Mm, Very popular. And somebody else who has a big reputation, who I think is probably going to come out of this with less to lose, is Tim. Yes. So the thing about Tim is he got dumped and pretty much went straight into paradise. Um, I'm excited to see him back. He was Obviously a lovable but absolutely chaotic guy. Um, And the promos are showing him getting close to another sort of runner-up. I don't know if we can call her a runner-up or one of the most famous dumped women on the Bachelor franchise, Brit. Okay, she was the biggest shock to me when they announced she was coming back. I never thought she would come back to a show that, like, obviously really affected her i know well i mean that was a total screw around that season in general to come back to paradise but also for them oh yeah no i forget brit and sophie what about our emotional (laughs) i still hold a grudge against the honey badger to this day eight weeks he wasted my life but i'm really excited to see her back and i think it'll be really interesting to have somebody that went through something like that come back into an environment like uh, paradise totally different environment for her and i think like i mean at the very least, a girl deserves some free drinks out of this whole experience. <laughs> mm. I think the interesting thing between Kieran and Tim, both of them were probably the most well-loved out of Angie's season. Um, Tim obviously went through the big heartbreak of the finale, but, but both of them came out on top and a lot of people were saying that they wanted them as the next Bachelors. Mm-hmm. And seeing them go into paradise, we've already seen some things where it's like, we're going to see you know Kieran as a bad boy yeah. in that first promo, which if you if you haven't seen, definitely seek it out. It's very drama-filled. Uh, he's, you know he's kind of storming out of a of a dinner and I feel like he's got a lot to lose with his good yes. reputation. But for me, the interesting thing is Tim is like Teflon. I don't think there's anything that he could do to like be less lovable. I 100% agree. And I think the thing about Kieran is that he does have a lot to lose and it's going to be interesting. I always kind of think people that had a really good run in the their own season well not that his own season but in the previous season coming back is a risk yes a huge risk 
So is he going to go from Australia's like favourite tatted up sweetheart to Australia's most hated man? Hang on. I thought I was Australia's tatted up sweetheart. And I'm Australia's most hated man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of risks, uh, one name who I'm really happy to see back, but worried to see back is my boy, Jamie. Jamie. Okay. Let's recall, we interviewed him last year for this podcast and he was so adamant he wasn't returning. He looked us in the eye and he was like, no, I won't do paradise. He's like, I'm a 40 year old man. I'm not going to do it. And then next minute. Yeah. Jamie, why did you lie to us? I guess we were also seeing him like minutes after his last episode of The Bachelorette had aired. And like, that's always a tough time whenever you speak to people. Yes. But I was really interested to see him back because I think his whole story arc was probably really hard for him to watch. So I don't know what, if I'm not sure what he wanted to, if he's going back maybe for redemption, which we've seen before somebody going back to sort of be like, Oh, you know, I might've come off a bit intense, but I'm not really like that. I think the perfect example was Alicia going from honey badger season to paradise last year. And everyone really fell in love with her and saw a different side of her. Jamie, I don't think is going to have that same effect. Yeah. I kind of worry about him being back on the show. I think he, has good intentions. I just don't think that he's going to find a love story. The interesting one. thing is, I mean, he has kind of found a love story in that he's he's bonded really well with a few of the guys from his season, like yes. Jackson, like Tim, and you see them all over um, Instagram and stuff. So my thinking is maybe this is going to be a better environment for him because it's a little more relaxed, but also he's got mates yes. that he's really close with as maybe like a support system. And hopefully it is like a better time for him. I hope so. Somebody else who I was really excited to see back was our girl, Litney, Party oh, Brittany. Yes. I want Litney to find love there, or at least find a date. There's nobody in this franchise who I want more to find their perfect match than Litney. I know. Well, because she's always so, you know, she's so bubbly. She's so full on. She gets a party started. But I think there's more to her that we don't get to see all the time, too. She's never had a date in her. No. Because in, in, she was in Honey Badger season uh, as an intruder. And she was also in season two of Paradise. Mm-hmm. Never had a date. No. Never she had did, a kiss. No, she did kiss Ivan, I think, last year. But also we're talking about Honey Badger and then dancing a barn. Like our girl deserves better. Oof, she deserves better. And I hope she gets that in paradise this year. Me too. All right, hey, Tiles, we've got a lot more people to talk about, but let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a second. What do Tom Jones, Borat and Eddie Munster all have in common? You can hear them all on the Starstruck with Angela Bishop podcast. I'll give you all the behind the scenes goss on what went on with some of my most fascinating interviews over the years. Find it wherever you get your podcast. So one big surprise, because I had to look her up, uh, was <laughs> Cass. Who? <laughs> But then I was like, this is going to be a really interesting season because Paradise has been in the past always picking really big characters that Mm we kind of knew. And then last year they dabbled in bringing back a few slightly unfamiliar faces. But this time somebody like Cass to me is like a huge wild card because it's like she was on Mad Agnew's season, I think. Potentially, yes. But we didn't really hear from her at all. 
So like throwing her into the mix here is going to be interesting because it's like she's gone through the same experiences. She's used to the like being in front of the camera, saying what she thinks, but she doesn't really know what it's like to have all that go to air, I guess. Exactly. I like to think I know a fair bit about The Bachelor, right? I could not tell you when she left Matt Agnew season. I could not tell you how she arrived. I know she was there and I remember her face and I remember all that kind of stuff, but she really flew under the radar. And I think another interesting part of this is the animosity that was in the house towards Abby Mm -hmm. last year. And Abby was a really polarizing figure so you've bringing her back. You've got someone like Cass. You've got Mary coming in as well. Eleanor. You've kind of got all these people reunited for the first time since the Matt fiasco. I was going to say fiasco, but like it wasn't a fiasco. It's just him and Chelsea didn't last. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how all these women interact together as well. Yeah. And I, I mean, we touched on Abby, but we didn't really speak about it. But I think after her time on The Bachelor, she's really become somebody that I've I think is really valuable. Like, I think she's a really intelligent person. She's like the way that she uses social media, the way that she's kind of speaking to her fan base. I think she's a a very interesting voice in media at the moment. She's really turned her narrative around too. So audiences are going in now with a, like kind of having Abby's back more. So I think her behavior is not going to come across as like controversial as it did last year. So I'm excited to see kind of where she goes and what happens for her in paradise as well. Mm, Without getting so much judgment thrown at her. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I think it's really interesting. A lot of the things that she was criticized for in her season, she's owned and she's kind of pointed out how calling her out for it is is a bit BS. Like, you know, people saying that she was overtly sexual, but she was like, okay, but Kieran's allowed to strip down for a date and be celebrated. Whereas she wears a bikini and everybody calls her uh, a myriad of names. Exactly. Uh, So I I think it will be really interesting to kind of have that context now with Paradise already in the bag. Team Abby. Team Abby. I'm really, I, I, I'm really, I'm interested. And also, um, you mentioned Mary. I love her. I think she gives the best interviews um, of anyone. She's great for some commentary and like really good one-liners as well. Yeah. But also, I think it would be really nice for Mary to find a man. Definitely. Yeah. She's, uh, when I interviewed her before Matt Agnew season, um, I was peeing myself with laughter she is hysterically funny like all the time that's what she's like i'd love to see mary have a date or just like some more screen time where we get to see a bit more of her personality other than throwing out a one-liner about a situation or whatever's going on in the house yeah she's a great she's great in the interviews but i'd love to see her be great on a date and the last person who has been announced is elena who was also from that agony season as you said um and i think this is gonna be interesting i was surprised that she was going to come back because so much of these shows is talking about your feelings and what we learned from her time on mad agony season is that elena hates talking about her feelings she doesn't love that but i'm excited to see her in a more relaxed setting where she's not being forced to like map out a timeline of when she wants to have babies and like you know not trying to storm out of her own hometown (laughs) (laughs) just leaving her own house five different times i really like her though because i think she's a really straight shooter so i think if she gets in a situation with a guy and they're being a bit weird, let's just say hypothetically, who could be weird on the island? Jamie? I don't know. Um, this is a Jamie slander-free zone. I'm going <laughs> to get out of my house. I think she's just like so straight to the point and no BS that 
I'm excited to kind of see where she goes or like who she's interested in even. Because, yeah. I mean, even she was on The Bachelor, but was she, was she that interested in that? You could never really tell. She, like, I think we already spoke about this, but she and Olena from Maddie J's season are like... They're the same person. The same. Exactly Richie's the same. Richie's season. Was it Richie's? Yeah. Why did I think... And I think they both came in at like third place. Yeah. Like both Bachelors still kept them even after a disastrous hometown. But it's just because I didn't want to admit to falling in love with The Bachelor, and I can respect that. Yeah. Well, Don't talk about your feelings. It's fine. Never talk about your feelings. And that, if we if we have any piece of advice, that's the one piece of advice. <laughs> just never talk about your feelings. <laughs> Is there anyone in this franchise that you would love to see thrown in there as like a complete left field, wild card, unexpected? Ooh. I mean, considering it's all his ex-girlfriends, throw Matt Agnew back into the fire. <gasps> I thought Matt Agnew as well. <laughs> Could you imagine? I could, because, I mean, we had Richie and Alex, which was interesting, but we haven't, like, it would have been pretty recent yeah. after their split. and Matt would be, I mean, Richie is an awkward guy, but imagine Matt kind of walking back. I guess he was still with Chelsea when it was filming and whatever. Also, maybe just bring back Blake Garvey, just throwing it out there. No. Yes. No, because this show is great for indecision and, and he would flourish in that. Yeah. Just constantly with an, another girlfriend. Surely he wouldn't last long. No, he wouldn't. Or, okay, I had a third one. Um, I don't know if he's in a relationship, but I just think for the whole Paradise vibe, Brennan Fireman Cam from Georgia Love Season. I thought the same thing, just because he's so handsome. He's and it would so be handsome. so nice to see him shirtless, shirtless. by the yeah. pool. I mean, find love. I mean, find love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did I say? Sorry. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah, he would be great with like, I don't know, Eleanor or someone. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Um, I also wrote down, I don't know if you remember him from Ali season, Ice Cream Pete. (laughs) What? Because do you remember Pete? And he, Pete was like somebody that didn't speak. But then once he got booted off, he posted that like, like incredible thirst trap and was just like, oh, well, I'm off The Bachelor. And it just like, I was like in love. And I've just remembered. Ice Cream Pete. Because that also used to be his Instagram handle. But now it's like something else. It's like Pete underscore real estate agent. I don't know. Yeah, classic. Yeah. I don't even remember what he looks like. Oh my like. God, I will show you the thirst trap later. It yeah. is like exceptional. Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, bring Pete back. Obviously. <laughs> I love Pete. Obviously. Pete for the next bachelor. The people are asking for ice cream Pete. <laughs> the people are asking for more Pete. Two scoops. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Talia, uh, before we wrap things up, my favorite question of every episode uh, who would you give a rose to and why? If we're going off the people we know are entering paradise for now, my rose is going to go to Tim. Mm-hmm. Just because I think he's a big lovable goof. Who are you giving your rose to? Ice cream pea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I will Obviously. find this for you. Um, I just need to remember his last name because all I remember. He's already him. like down at the station taking out an ABO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's thinking about me. <laughs> Shows he cares. <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap it up there because we've got some watching to do. Make sure you catch The Bachelor in Paradise on 10 coming very soon. I'm very excited for this season. Talia, as always, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'll be drinking mojitos up until the premiere date. And probably during. (laughs) Definitely during. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
Ten Speaks latest podcast, Ten News First Person, will bring you amazing stories from all over the country. Stories that matter from journalists with passion. I'm Meralda Jacobs and I'm proud to present these stories to you. You can find Ten News First Person on the Ten Speaks page on Ten Play or wherever you listen to podcasts.